Welcome back to Cutie Chat Podcast. This is Mary. And this is Daryl. And this is your one-stop shop for all things quarantine. We talk about current events. We talk about politics, what's trending, what's interesting on TV, music, everything in between. For inspiration, motivation, and just fun, this is your one-stop shop. This is Mary, and we're going to just jump right into it. Um, Today's topic social good during a pandemic and all the different things that that encompasses we have a couple topics we want to cover today and we actually have some resources to point you in the direction if you're interested in being involved engaged and want to find a way to connect so our first topic um, is something that i'll let daryl um you know chime in on is virtual church what virtual church means in a pandemic um the impact it's had on our lives what we think about it, and what we think it could mean for you as our listener. Right, yeah. So church is one of those things that was heavily hit by the pandemic, just like businesses and schools and everything else. Uh, Churches are common places for people to congregate, and choirs congregate and sing, and there's a lot of close uh, sitting together. And so... Hugging, Yeah. It's, it's just all kinds of means for communicating the uh, or trans, transmitting the disease that was so un, uh, misunderstood and still is, is not really understood. So uh, churches were closed uh, probably state by state, really, because there was never really a, a, a government mandate to close everything down. So it was sort of a state by state decision to close everything you know including churches and so they moved online uh many churches might have had their own infrastructure such as mega churches and so they they just uh moved everything online and probably you know they, they might have suffered some hiccups but they had some infrastructure like They're, td jakes joel Osteen. right yeah um john hannah in in, in chicago here and then there are the middle-sized churches that may have had some form of uh, a video or live streaming either through Facebook Live or some other uh, software. And so they were forced to shift a lot towards, uh, more towards that and stop doing weekly meetings and rehearsals and of course uh, services. And so, uh, and then there were the small churches that may not have had any sort of online infrastructure and that was a big shift for them so yeah by and large we've seen the churches make a transition throughout you know over the course of march april and may and even june to where i would say by like june most churches were doing uh, a streaming version of their service um i know for my mother's church for a while they were just doing phone call phone call lessons and <clears throat> they 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 were middle sash church, so it's, they didn't they didn't take that long for them to get online. But um, yeah, a lot of churches leaned on the phone calls. Uh, they urged their parishioners and their attend you know their uh, congregants to mail in their tithes and offering. And uh, some churches have seen have like thrived during this time. The 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 uh, the congregants have given more in, in, in a lot of cases, and the churches have, have actually thrived. In other cases, it might, ha- it might not have been the same, and churches might have closed. Uh, there have been 
uh, some pastors that have deceased from COVID. And that was, you know, that was definitely a sad thing. So, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's been a, a really interesting time across all religions. Uh, we go to a non-denominational church that leans more towards Baptist and uh, Pentecostal. Uh, and also we, we have exposure to like Methodist uh, churches and Af African Methodists. Uh, we haven't, I don't, I haven't really, I don't know what the impact has been as far as like, for like the uh, Catholic church services and Jewish, um, their services uh, and other religions. I'm they probably have just tried to adapt similarly to the churches that we've, we're familiar with. Right. I think on a personal level, um, honestly for me, it wasn't a huge adjustment, just being honest. Like, I honestly, uh, Progressive Life Giving Work Cathedral is the church where Daryl and I are members. And um, they started doing Facebook Live services maybe one to two years ago. And um, that was around a time where a lot of moving pieces were happening in my life. And just comfortably for me, I just um, started watching church online. Daryl was still going to church physically, and I was watching church online. And so when the pandemic hit, I was telling Daryl for a while, I was like a top fan on the page. And it was me and like our occasional 20, 30 people who would you know, be watching the online service and now it's like two and 300 people. And so it's much different in terms of just um, the experience that I had prior to the pandemic. But it's also nice, you know, that church was able to still continue and it was it went un uninterrupted. I know initially our church, um, they would uh, pre-record services um, and then they would kind of produce um, a premiere video. So therefore, uh, it would be a nice polished production for people to be able to watch on Sundays. And as some of the restrictions have kind of expanded, um, I think the praise team, which is only like a smaller group of singers and the ministers and pastors, because I think the capacity has been lifted a little bit for uh, people to be able to come into the church, then now it's back to a live service. But it's just only church personnel and I think it's still less than 50 people but the but the services are now still live and so feel free to follow Progressive Life Giving Word Cathedral on Facebook I know they have a YouTube page uh, they have a Instagram page and a an, uh, Kingdom Outreach page so feel free to follow all of those um, they're always open and their their doors are always open to uh, new members but um, and, and just to kind of shout out some of our home churches, I know Daryl had mentioned his mom's church, First Baptist, uh, Metropolitan Baptist Church is another church that we are uh, in partnership with for various events and things. And it's also the church Daryl grew up in. Purpose Church is um, good friends of ours where we got one of our first uh, vending opportunities with our business. And um, Robinson, Af African American uh, Episcopal, Methodist Episcopal Church is where I grew up. So all of these are really great churches. Baptist, as Daryl said, non-denominational non and Methodist. So if you are looking for a church home, all of these churches are offering online services. And we highly recommend that uh, you look into it. Anything else you want to add about this? Um, just that they've expanded in terms of everyone wears masks during services. If there's any exchange of microphones, they wipe off the microphone in between people using it, mm -hmm. and uh, it, they've they've taken all, like all the measures that yes. have been recommended by the CDC, 
and you know that thus far it seems to have been working for my for our church and for other churches that we that we see online mm-hmm. yeah yeah all right which also brings us kind of to our next point is about volunteering and um, as I stated before, Daryl is a part of the Kingdom Outreach Ministry with Progressive. And um, in, in, in over the summer, he's also volunteered with Metro, Metropolitan Baptist Church um, when they've had outdoor park and pray or food giveaways. And Daryl DJs, yes, he's a jack of many trades. And so he's DJed for Metro and for, for, for Progressive. And this last time... Um, Metro had a food giveaway. A week later, he got a call from Progressive, like, hey, can you DJ for us? We're also doing a food giveaway. So I joined along, I tagged along and joined, and we end up helping participate in the food giveaway, which was also socially distanced. Everybody had masks, everybody had gloves, everybody was being socially distant. All the food was set up outside, and then there were teams set up to just put the food in the car. And then over to the side, there was socially distanced prayer options for anyone who, are, who was interested. And we just bring this up because there actually is one, another one coming up for Progressive Cares Ministry this Saturday. Yes, correct. Okay, that would be the 23rd. Or Most likely. Like 23rd, 24th, whatever this upcoming um, weekend is, there's another one. Uh, you do not have to be a member to be able to get you know, uh, some free food, free food. Um, but definitely feel free to follow because flyers are always posted when upcoming events are happening. And if you're, if you are, or you know someone who could benefit from free groceries, please feel free to come and partake, you know, and, and and even if it's not at progressive, um, as Mary mentioned, metropolitan does free food giveaways. My mother's church, first Baptist, does free food giveaways and that means that pretty much every church or a lot of churches in Chicagoland are doing some sort of like outreach into the community because that's like the mandate of the church is to is to help the people and to be there for the people um I know that Progressive gets their food from a food bank in Aurora and um it's probably that that food bank is probably used by a lot of different uh, other churches and other uh organizations and so yeah definitely a shout out to all the food banks that are working with all these uh churches and nonprofits that are you know that are trying to get the food you know trying to get food out and trying to get resources to people who have lost their jobs and have been you know some some cases may have been evicted and everything that's going on so as a result of the pandemic Mm -hmm. um to daryl's point just to add on and we can move on to our next topic if you are already affiliated with a church or say you don't live in Illinois, but you're like, I really want to be involved. I really want to do something. We do have some websites available here that you can jot down where you can become involved and volunteer uh, remotely without, um, you know, if, if you're just, if your concern is just making sure you're still being socially distanced. So for teens, you can go to www.dosomething.org and it's a list of different opportunities for teens to be able to be involved and to volunteer. Uh, the election is November 3rd. If you have free time or if you are really passionate about the upcoming election, you can go to progressive.org. That is not related to the church. This is a political organization. And they will give you 
different ways in which you can volunteer, whether it's making phone calls, sending text messages, sending emails. They do have a list of different volunteer opportunities. And lastly, uh, givegab.com. That is a online directory of all the local volunteer opportunities in each city within the United States. So if you do want to find a way to locally give back or volunteer in your community, definitely feel free to check out that website. Um, which moves us along to kind of our next two topics, and we'll keep this brief, donating. Donating is really important in this, in this time. And I would say that uh, Gerald and I, we give monetarily to our church um, and sometimes to other churches and organizations because we do understand the impact of sacrificial giving and that it helps other people. It feeds other people. It clothes other people. It helps people get medications. And so if you're in a position right now where you can afford to give or forego that extra coffee or lunch that you might have wanted to have, it really makes a huge difference. And right now, the citizens of this country... If our leadership doesn't reflect our values as citizens, we can still be active and do the things necessary to, you know, show brotherly love to one another. Absolutely. And that's, you know, the responsibility of of us as uh, as humans. I mean, it seems like you should care about your fellow person, you know, man or woman and everybody. And so, yeah, during this time, you know, we try to encourage yeah donating towards we you know we give a little bit extra towards organizations that we know are doing outreach um and even before the pandemic mm-hmm. um mary's mother sowed this seed with just giving given amounts to different organizations just just giving um you know me and mary we try to give to the homeless when we have, you know, change, you know, when we're driving, you know, pre, pre-pandemic and, and during. And post, yeah. I mean, everybody still needs need, needs yeah. uh, some money and food nowadays. And I know two years ago you led the charge, and two, I think it was 2017, where we started this. Uh, this is the first year we haven't um, done this, but since 2017 up to the present, at least once or twice a year, we would just give food to the homeless like prepared food like from a restaurant or chips or water but yeah we've done uh subway sandwiches we've yeah. done kfc boxes yeah. and uh it, it it's easy and kind of convenient to do fast food because it's hot right you can get, get it hot and then give somebody that's sitting in the cold some hot food right right and then there are rules and regulations about <laughs> actually believe it or not feeding the homeless and so we don't suggest you just make up a bunch of food and hand it out because we want you to get any tickets but if the food is prepared at a restaurant or say it's a, it's a bag of chips or water or candy bar apparently that's allowable so you know look into it google it if it's something you're interested in doing it but right now during a pandemic um, i know social distancing is an issue but there are ways you can still protect yourself and still do social good in the world and it's much needed again we have some resources if you would like to just give electronically online because any type of giving can be a blessing to somebody and so you can donate donate to unicef you can donate to the Red Cross. You can give at us.gov or the goodwill.org. So those are just some resources where you can go online, look up the different causes, and figure out you know where you would like to donate your resources if you're interested. 
And last but not least, fundraising. Uh, fundraising is something I think that's been drastically <laughs> impacted by the pandemic in that a lot of fundraising is usually around large events, <laughs> dinners and galas and, you know, you name it. So fundraising is a way to kind of raise money if you can't just give money out of your own pocket. Organizations raise money for causes that they're passionate about and it makes a huge difference. And right now in the pandemic, I think now more than ever is a time to either join a cause, find a cause you can give money toward, or just spread information about worthy causes where people can collectively give. I'm gonna just put a little, uh, some resources out here in terms of how you can do that. And Daryl can chime in and we'll close this episode out. Um, mobilecause.com is an online site where you can go and find causes that you might want to donate to. If you're a nonprofit, there's something called virtualnonprofitevents.com. You can host your events virtually or you can attend virtual events. Getfullyfunded.com and gofundme.com is when you can take up a cause, collectively raise money on the internet, and you can help bring change for causes and issues that need money. Last but not least, just a personal shout out, the Forever Hope Agency. It's one that we've partnered with for the last three years. A lovely family, Tracy Kincaid, um, Timothy Kincaid, um, 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 uh, uh, Misha Treese, Timothy's sister. They started this nonprofit organization around STEM, where it's science, technology, um, math, the arts, you name it. And they were uh, hosting children every year for camps within the local West Side community. If you could hop on over to their website, donate, support them, we would greatly appreciate it. And I know they would too. Yeah, they're great people. We've, it's been a joy to know them and to see the results um, in the children and the, the summer camps that they have provided every year. So uh, yeah, big shouts out to them. All right. Well, I think that ends our episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in this week. Uh, being Doing social good in a pandemic is possible, but more importantly, it's necessary. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is Mary. All right. This is Daryl.